Warning, this episode contains mature language, adult situations, monkey boys, martial arts, sayings, insanely long fight sequences, Namekians, capsules, and magical balls. Listener discretion is advised. Of course, it's been quite some time since you've heard from me. I think a little bit of time, and I'm sorry about that. Things have been just kind of stressed with life and situations. And, well, no worries. I'm back on schedule. I'm back on time, and we're on for lots of interesting stuff. Don't worry. I have lots of information for you and lots of stuff to teach you, and I am back, and I'm going to be recording a lot more. And for those of you who have been waiting for me patiently, thank you. And for those of you who are pissed off at me, I'm sorry. It's just life's been so stressful and strange and things have been just so rough. I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you. I promise. Okay, enough with the melodrama. So, I've returned. And, well, for those of you who are listening for the first time, sorry about that. Just, it's been a while. Spirekin, for those of you who know, is a site that provides information and reviews about manga. Pretty much what happens is every episode I'll review one to two manga, depending on the situation and or if I'm too lazy for it. And I'll tell you about the manga, give you some information about it, so that way you can make an informed decision if the book is worth buying or not, or if you just should check it out, or if you should burn it. I mean, it's better than going to the bookstore and say, hey, this manga looks really cool because it's got a shiny, glossy cover, and it's pretty big. And then you open it up, and you're glossing through it, and it really sucks, or worse, it has pictures which will scar your brain for all eternity. If you listen to this show, you'll be informed enough to make the right decisions, and if you don't trust me, well, then, who knows? And who cares? You know, it's just a fun listen to, and I hope I entertain you just a little bit. I'll give you some knowledge, just a little bit. So, yes, 70 episodes. Can you believe it? It's been quite some time since long ago when me and my former co-host, Mason decided to do a podcast, and it was interesting and unique and cool. And now it's been 70 episodes, and it's been very long and arduous, but it's been worth it because I really enjoy doing this. It's a lot of fun. I mean... I get to read a bunch of mangas that I enjoy, and I get to tell people about it. And if I don't like it, I can bash about it all I want. It's been so long. And before we get into what manga I'm going to be reviewing today, if you haven't guessed what it is, there's something a little more important I do have to do, which is kind of important. If you remember from the last couple of episodes of the Spyrokin Manga Review, I've been promoting a contest because I have five, count them, five volumes of the original Dragon Ball manga to give out. Now, why would you why is this different than the other mangas? Well, this is the original one which came out back in 19 uh, sorry, 2000. It was released in 2000 
And, well, to be honest with you, it's a lot bigger than the current ones, and it was more expensive. They cost me 15 bucks at the time, so that's a little expensive. And has the original look, read this way, where you see Goku flying on the Nimbus Cloud, or Kumikoin, going backwards. So, it teaches you how to read in the right way. So, without further ado, I should read the winning entry of who won this contest. But first, of course... I should get on to remember for those of you who sent me an email on wanting to win the Dragon Ball contest I appreciate all your entries there were a lot of good ones some which sucked really bad but some which were really good the worst one I would say would be this one guy who well he really didn't know what the hell he was doing to be honest with you and well the winner put down their name, which I'm going to read last. Their favorite podcast. Overall, I'm a massive fan of Stephen Fry's podgrams, anime-wise, but I'd have to go with Spyrokin or Luke and Elliot's Bear Fighting Extravaganza. With Luke and Elliot, very cool show. And what is my favorite character and why? I absolutely adore Amane from Strawberry Panic, and here's why. In anime and manga, women tend to be very stereotyped with oversized, oversized breasts and small wit. And it gets old for an intellectual female like me. But when I watched Strawberry Panic, I found Amane completely intriguing as she has a masculine air about her. That's very true. But she is still very dignified and a genuinely fun character. Though she features in the story as a love interest, she comes across more as an older sister at times with her modesty and serenity. So, for the winner of the Dragon Ball Contest, it's going to be, and I quote, the winner is Hannah Smith. So, Hannah, congratulations, you won. Send me an email so I can get your address and I could eventually send it to you. And, uh, I know, some of my sendings usually don't come out on time. I'd say give it about a month, a month and a half to two months leeway because I kind of work weird times I can't mail it. But I will mail it to you, I promise. And to those of you who are still waiting on your packages, I'm sorry. I, I swear I sent it, but... Either way, so that's out of the way. So we have the winner of the Win Dragon Ball manga is Hannah Smith again, so congratulations. So, what is new with the Zan Man himself? Well, not much really. I've been kind of bored and working and a little stressed out. And just things have been kind of rough with work and everything and just my family and, you know, my brother's having a kid, so it's just kind of stressed out with that. And then I got my grandmother's in the hospital, just things have been kind of stressed out and really screwed up so i've been a little bit frustrated and well doesn't matter i shouldn't bring this because this is not a griping show this is about manga and a lot of people have been waiting for this very special episode especially because of the topic which if you haven't guessed it by now i should slap you in the back of the head or you're probably someone who's from the bleach generation where bleach and naruto is your main thing so as a blast from the past from a long time ago for those of us who remember watching Toonami when it was on at 5 o'clock or even earlier than that when it was on NBC this episode of the Spark Manga Review I'm going to be reviewing what manga that was dictated to me but the one the only Dragon Ball now Dragon Ball is a manga by Akira Toriyama a pretty interesting individual who originally created a series called Dr. Slump which has a lot of feces jokes in it specifically one of the main characters walked around with poo on her on a stick very weird but Dragon Ball is well this insanely long series which is broken up into three other series 
The first one, of course, could be considered Dragon Ball, which is what I'm going to be reviewing today. And then the sequel series, Dragon Ball Z, which I'm going to be going over a little bit with you. Because originally I was going to have a guest host, but unfortunately time constraints and other things, he couldn't come on yet. So it's no worries, I can review this all by myself. No problem. Uh, originally published by Shuisha, and it's currently being published by Viz Media. The series is complete, and originally came out in 1984 through 1995. That's a long time. There's about 42 volumes of the series, which, as I said, were broken up into Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. And it has a huge mythology, and a huge mythology. And it's, a lot of people really like this series. It's very unusual and just very out there. And, of course, there is the insane amount of TV series. There's, like, six of them. There's the original Dragon Ball series, which came out around 1986, give or take. And there's, like, 153 episodes of that. And then you have the Dragon Ball Z series, which came out in 89, and there was 291 of that. And then after that, you had, of course, the GT series, which came out right after that. And it was pretty long. But either way, that's not what we're here about. Pretty much, we are here to talk about the basic series of Dragon Ball. So let me get into what Dragon Ball really is about, because I've been going on and on. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. A lot of people remember this because it used to be on Cartoon Network, and it was a huge fad, and everyone loved it. And Dragon Ball is famous for a lot of screwed up things it does, and a lot of archetypes that they used. And it was famous because it's one of those shonen series that you watch that's just completely and utterly freaking insane. And, oh, I forgot, the genre for this is a fantasy, martial arts, sci-fi, action, comedy, shonen, fight, everything. Pretty much it is everything. And it is one of those series where pretty much you really just have to get into it to really understand what the fuck is going on. And why it's even worth reading. Now, Dragon Ball is a pretty, well, intriguing story. Because it is actually based off of, if you are familiar with some of the older Japanese works, it's based, well, Chinese actually, it's based on the Chinese folk novel Journey to the West. Which is a story about Son Goku, the Monkey King, who pretty much goes from a young child to an adult, and he follows... A monk around to find the virtues and so on and so forth. I know I just butchered that completely and someone's going to email me saying that's not how it's about. And some people may make reference to Sayuki and some of the other series which it's based off of. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Dragon Ball. So Dragon Ball pretty much opens up where you have the main character, Son Goku. Or Goku as we'll call him for argument's sake. And he is training. He is training in this very mythological and strange world, and I like at the top that they actually say, Long, long ago, in a deep, dark forest, far from civilization, beyond a towering range of well, you get the idea. It's the kind of place a story like this begins. And Son Goku is a little kid, well, he's probably seven, eight years old, and he's got a monkey tail and he's wearing a martial arts gi. Now I know you're thinking, monkey tail? What the hell? Yeah, he's a little kid with spiky hair and a monkey tail. And he's like a monkey boy. He's super strong, and he does martial arts, and he's just very uncultured and strange. And what happens is that you see how strong he is, but he lifts up this tree trunk, which is pretty much the size of, well, I don't know, about 10 feet in diameter. And he throws it up in the air, and he smashes it with a karate kick. And he's like, okay, that takes care of the wood chopping. Alright, now I'm a little bit hungry. And you see him go into his little hut, and he has this weird little ball that has four little stars on it and he's like oh hey grandpa how you doing uh, I'm gonna go get some grub I'll be back in a bit 
And as he leaves, he figures out, what am I going to eat today? I had tiger the day before, and I had bear the other day. So, and then he realized, wait, what about fish? I can get fish. So you see him proceed to jump off of a cliff into a river, which is a pretty funny sequence. And he uses his tail as a fishing rod after taking off all his clothes, so he is naked. And he uses his tail to kind of lure a giant fish that's about the size of, well, it's like six feet tall, and he beats the shit out of it. And goes and is happy with his catch. Meanwhile, it introduces his other character, who is this weird girl in a weird car, and her shirt says Bulma on it. And Bulma is with this little wristwatch type thingy, which is beeping. He's like, okay, where is this thing? Where is it? And as she goes to is following this tracker for whatever she's tracking, she's driving her car, and suddenly Goku hears a noise. Goku's like, what the? What the hell is that? Ah, it's a monster! You're trying to steal my food, aren't you? I'm gonna kill you! And he starts trying to destroy this car, and he's able to lift it over his shoulders with his immense strength. So we could tell right now that Goku is a pretty interesting individual. Not that smart, as you can guess. And so after a very funny sequence of him saying, This monster's gonna kill me, and he's pulling out this quarterstaff he has, like, You get out! You, you don't hurt me! After a big argument... He meets Bulma, who is this very attractive, young, 14-year-old girl. And when Goku looks at her, he's like, Hey, you're kind of like me, but you're not. You look softer. And it's like, yeah, that's right. I'm a... Bulma's like, I'm a girl. He's like, you're a girl? I've never seen a girl before. Grandpa always said I should be nice to girls. He's like, you can come in. I'll make you some food. And he's just very confused by what she is and just... He's really weird. At one point, he's like, Girls don't have tails, do they? He's like, Tails? What the? And she looks and sees his little tail, and she's like, Oh, that's kind of cute. He has a shirt where he has a fake tail on. That's kind of interesting. So, after meeting this insane little monkey boy and going to their house, Bulma explains her name's Bulma, which in Japanese means bloomers. A lot of characters have, they're either named after food or clothing items. It's kind of a running gag throughout the entire series. But what happens is that she meets Goku and ends up that that little ball that he's praying to, that he says his grandpa, is one of these mysterious Dragon Balls. Now, there are seven Dragon Balls in the entire world. And what happens is that if you are able to collect all seven of them in a predestined time and you make a wish you're able to summon the great dragon Shenlong who is the god of all dragons and what will happen is he'll grant you one wish one wish it could be for whatever you want and then when he makes the wish it'll be granted and the last person to use it was a person who became a king and she wants Goku's Dragon Ball and Goku's kind of like I, this is my this is the only thing my grandpa left me I can't give it to you and she's like, well, look, I'll just borrow it for a little bit, and then you get it back. And he's like, uh, okay. Meanwhile, not telling him the fact that once the wish is made, the Dragon Balls will disperse around the world where you can't find them. And it'll take a year before they turn back to being a Dragon Ball, because once the wish is granted, they disappear, turn into stone for a year, and then that's it. And she admits that what she wants to do is she wants to wish for a super cute boyfriend. It's so cute. And... After getting him to join her on her weird quest, she shows her these little capsule things. 
because they have to go on their journey and he just wants to walk and Goku just trashed her car so she pulls out these capsules now in this weird future past where Dragon Ball takes place there are these things called Hoi Poi capsules now what happens is that they're like small pill shaped things with a little button on it so you take one of the Hoi Poi's out you push a button and you throw it and then something pops out of it it could be either to hold water it could be used to hold a car. It could actually be a, a whole house. And Bulma's family created these little doodads. So Bulma's pretty smart. She's like super genius smart. And so she ends up making a motorcycle with one of the capsules. And they go off on their little adventure of all the weird things that happened. And it goes into much more interesting circumstances with you finding out that Goku has his Nyombo, which is this weird bow which can extend or make smaller. It's a pretty weird device that he got from his grandfather, son Gohan. Who, Gohan meaning rice, another little joke right there. And I really should go more into some of the characters and the plethora of things which happened during this first series, because besides him searching for Dragon Balls, you have the fact that they meet, meet a lot of interesting characters, including Ulan, this pig creature that's able to change into different shapes for like 10 minutes. You have his rival, Puar, who's like a flying cat. And then her master, who is um, Yamcha, this bandit martial artist. And then, of course, you have the villains of the series, like Emperor Pilaf and Piccolo Daimyo and his successor, Piccolo very famous characters in this series and after the first story arc which is him finding the dragon balls and making a wish and it not coming true because of weird circumstances Goku ends up training under the great and all powerful master Roshi who is this perverted old man who is a great super martial artist who helps out Goku a lot and trains him to become the strongest that there is using this turtle style so he's pretty cool. And then you have him meeting his disciple buddy, whose name is Krillin, who's just as perverted as Master Roshi, and they both become martial artists. And the series just is a very cool action series with fighting and action and weapons and weird situations happening and very confusing and odd circumstances throughout the entire series. And meanwhile, Goku is very happy and smiling about the whole situation. And one thing about Goku, which I didn't mention before, is the fact that Goku, besides having a monkey tail, he has another little situation about him where he can't look at the full moon. The reason why is that if he looks at the full moon, he turns into this giant monkey monster, and he doesn't understand why. Because Grandpa said, I can't look at the full moon because some monster will show up. And he's like, and that monster killed Grandpa one time. And he's like, uh, Goku, did you look at the full moon the night that your grandfather died? Yeah, I had to go take a pee, and I saw it, and this happened. Ha 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 ha! Oh god, he's gonna kill us all. So Goku just kinda has this ability to become a giant monster. And then they cut off the tail at one point, and the tail's his source of his strength and his weakness at first. So once they remove the tail, he's all better and back to normal, and can't turn into a monster. So, anyway... The second series, which we're going to get into a little bit, the sequel, Dragon Ball Z, takes place a couple years later where Goku has become a young adult. He's married to a character named Chi-Chi, which is a, 
uh, slang term in Japanese for boobies, which is kind of cool because she does have boobies. And they have their son, Gohan. Now, Gohan is, well, a scholarly boy that Chi-Chi wants to become the greatest and most intelligent person in the world. He's not following in his father's footsteps where he won't be a martial artist. And the second series really is about him and his him growing up to become a martial artist and also goes into the fact that Goku isn't human. I mean, the tale should have given it away, but actually he is an alien called the Saiyan. And Saiyans pretty much were this great conqueror race, and what happened was they sent Goku to destroy the Earth, and what happened was when his spaceship crash-landed, he kind of was knocked out, and he forgot everything, he doesn't remember his memory, and he got adopted by Gohan, and became, well, you know, the, the lovable scamp he is now. And it follows him as he meets his older brother, who's one of the four remaining Saiyans, and they fight, and he fights to protect the world. You meet the evil Vegeta, and then the the planet conqueror Frieza, and then it goes into the Cell Saga, and all these other insane, crazy, just shits, which are just all crazy and just weird. And I know I'm just rambling at this point, because I can't compress the series any further into how awesome and strange it is. It's a pretty good series, I'm not gonna lie. The art is dated. It's good art, because Akira Toriyama is a really good artist. He, he's... It, his art is colorful, even though it's black and white, but it's colorful. You can see the different shades. You can see the different designs because he has a lot of futuristic technology like some of the hover bikes and the hover cycles and the hover jets and the motorcycles and the cars and robot armor and all the techniques they have like the Kamehameha and the Kaoken and the rock, paper, scissors, punch and the wolf fang fist and all these other techniques that you see. And all the characters are very individualized. I mean, yes, the Saiyans look exactly the same. They have spiky hair and monkey tails. But the other characters, they all have this own little life to them that you could distinguish. Okay, this character is this guy, and this character is this guy. You can distinguish that. I like that about the series. The writing is, well, it's a little whimsical at first, because it's very fun, and it's a little adventure. It's jaunting, and then later on it gets kind of long and long-winded and strange, but it's still a fun series. The issue I have with Dragon Ball is very simple the fight sequences because generally when you read a fight sequence it'll be maybe one manga manga and a half chapter chapter and a half no with dragon ball and dragon ball z oh no we have five minutes till namek is destroyed and we must fight to the death three volumes later we have four minutes until namek is destroyed and we have to finish fighting 26 episodes and issues later oh no we still have three minutes left they go on forever and ever and ever they go on for all eternity they take a long freaking time, and you get bored, and you're like, ah, I'll skip this to read another one. Surprisingly, Dragon Ball figured out this mistake when they released the new series for the animation called Dragon Ball Kai, which is they took out all the endless and empty crap of Dragon Ball Z, and they gutted it. So as opposed to being a 526-episode series, it turned out to be 100 episodes total, and it's a lot better and a lot quicker. And that's what you should have done with the manga, made a gutted version, but... There's a lot of fun stuff in the manga, so I don't, I can't not recommend the series. It's pretty fun. It's enjoyable. It's something you definitely want to read. And pretty much after going through and all the bad things that it has and all the good about it, I would have to give Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Well, Dragon Ball I would give a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky because it is, in my opinion, a superior series. Because 
I like watching Goku grow up and a lot of the weird things that happen in it and introduction of some of the more unique and interesting characters. Meanwhile, Dragon Ball Z, the second major series, I'd have to give a typical gift from your crazy on Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. But it's not forgettable. It's a pretty damn good series. It's just... If you like more story action, you're going to want to read Dragon Ball. If you want more action, you're going to want to read Dragon Ball Z. Overall, the entire series itself is a borrow from a friend and don't return unless all Poggy. I just I prefer the original series over the new series. A lot of people disagree and say Dragon Ball Z is much more powerful than Dragon Ball. You don't have to agree with what I'm saying. It's just one of those things that, you know, it's just the series is so long and strange and just, what can I say? It's Dragon Ball. If you don't know what it is by now, go online, look up one of the 50 billion fan sites, or look online for, it has, he's, has over 9,000, his power level is over 9,000. <laughs> oh god, I can't believe I had to make that joke. Of course I would. But, the series is worth checking out, it truly is. I would recommend it, at least just to check out once. It's a staple in the annals of manga and anime because of the fact without Dragon Ball we wouldn't have series like Yu Yu Hakusho we wouldn't have series like Flame of Rekka, One Piece, Naruto you wouldn't have that without Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z this is the predecessor to all those fighting shonen series and without it you have to read it and this whole just genre would be so different if Dragon Ball never had come out for shonen so definitely worth checking out and I do appreciate if you check it out and hopefully you enjoy it and I know I'm talking kind of quiet right now and I apologize my voice is kind of getting a little low because I've been shouting so long sorry about that either way so that was my Dragon Ball episode I know it was not as cool as it could have been especially since I don't have a guest host and I apologize but don't worry about it because Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball you can't not say anything bad about Dragon Ball or too bad because it's not a horrible series it's just not a super good series I know I just contradicted everything I just said but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the Zan says because you have to make your own opinion on it so check it out hope you enjoy it and to Hannah I hope you enjoy the first five volumes of Dragon Ball it's a cool series I think you'll enjoy it and I don't have Dragon Ball Z it's just Dragon Ball sorry uh, so that was it for this episode of the Spark and Mon Review. I think I did my review. Oh, yes, it's that time. I forgot. Because some people have been requesting, how come you didn't do it in episode 69? Well, to be honest with you, because we had so much to cover, we didn't have the time to do it. But it was a mistake, because every episode should have at least a covering of this one part of the episode everyone all enjoys. It's the one part you've all been waiting for. And what am I speaking of, my loyal fans? But I'm talking about the one, the only... We will manga. Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Set no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? For those of you who don't know, the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with skulls on it and ten slots. And I've assigned a manga to each of the slots. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what I'm reviewing for the next episode of this Spark and Manga review. So, what's going to be in the next episode? Let's see. Number five. And number five is going to be Ikigami. So, in episode 71, I'm going to be reviewing Ikigami. It's pretty cool. So, and that's a really depressing and disturbing series, but hey, it's Ikigami. So, 
that's it for this episode of the Spyker Manga Review. Sorry it was so short, but hope you enjoyed. And I'm still here and I'm back. And send me your emails and comments at spyrokin at gmail.com or spyrokin or dot podbean.com, the official website. I'm also on Twitter under Spyrokin. And if you want to leave me a voicemail, the voicemail line is 206-426-6665. That again is 206-426-MONK. So you call the monk line everything will be all good and spiffy. Leave me voicemail or anything. And remember, all comments, concerns, and flames would be appreciated. Send them to me directly at spyrokin at gmail.com or leave a comment on iTunes. I would appreciate it. And I think that's it for this episode of the Spyrokin Manga View. Thank you. I appreciate it for listening. And as usual, this is Zan, and I am Gonsville. Let's go, my dad. Who's she? Can I? She's